The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and uh, there's two videos at the top of the page. Now, you guys watching right now will see that this is a Thursday show uh, that's up uh, on the screen. Now, that's because we're pre-recording the show. Again, wasn't telling you a lie or anything. We are really live right now, but uh, when <laughs> this plays, it will be pre-recorded. Uh, on the left side of the page will be where Bradley's show is. Uh, you can click on that and watch it up until 3 o'clock this afternoon, at which time he'll be live. And then on the right side is where we are. Just click on the play button. And a blow it up whatever device you've got. And then the bottom right-hand corner, 
you'll see a Rumble icon. Click on that and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We're also streaming live to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. That's our channel there. Please subscribe to that on Rumble. And then also we're on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. We're on DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, a variety of page, Facebook pages that bear my name. Uh, we're also streaming to as well as The Real Tim Brown on Twitch and also on Twitter. It's The Real Tim Brown. Drop the N, add a 2 to it. And you got it. The Real Tim Brow 2 on Twitter. We're streaming live over there. Also, while you're at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, be sure to sign up for our email newsletter. You get one of those a day. It comes around eh, 7, 8 o'clock in the evening Eastern time. And uh, then if you want our ministry email, go to SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. Sign up for that. That comes out once a week, usually on Saturdays. And you'll find out what we're doing in the ministry for that week uh, around the country. And then also, if you agree with our message and you want to keep us out there doing what we're doing, uh, in, in a variety of ways. There's a donate button at the top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And again, we appreciate you guys' support uh, tremendously because without you, we can't do all the things that we do. And so we're very thankful to you guys for, for your support. Now, with that said, uh, this morning we've got a special guest with us. Dr. Michael Roth, and uh, he's been on many times before. You guys like to hear uh, Dr. Roth. And so uh, to talk about some of the things that's going on today, uh, especially concerning the issue of cancer, and we've got numbers that those, those well, the numbers of people getting cancer or it becoming more aggressive and things of that nature, we've heard from a variety of doctors pointing out that the experimental COVID shots have resulted in people's cancers coming back, becoming more aggressive than they were, and, and things like that. So here to talk about some of that and uh, some remedies for dealing with cancer is Dr. Michael Roth. Good morning, man. How are you? Good morning. Great to see you, Tim. I'm yeah. glad to be here and uh, sharing this information. Uh, this is a subject that's, I don't want to say near and dear to my heart, but I have a, a pretty strong interest in it just because it's affected family members and many, many friends. So I, I'd like to uh, just try to get some of the truth out about statistics, what's really going on with chemotherapy. Uh, people may not, not know the background of it, uh, where it came from and what it's doing because it is so promoted. Um, in fact, if you don't go the way of chemotherapy, if you have uh, uh, cancer, then most people, you're ostracized, people uh, think you're nuts, and uh, they just say, well, you know, you're doing the wrong thing. It's because they don't know. And that's what I'd like to share with everybody today, is more okay. of that factual information about uh, cancer treatments, conventional cancer treatments, and then the ones that actually work. Yeah, and one of the things, Michael, I'm sure you're familiar with Kate, who comes on Saturday with us. Uh, you know, she's a cancer survivor for more than a decade, and uh, she didn't go the chemotherapy route. Now, they they did trick her into the surgery, uh, which she says, I regret it. I, I, you know, I learned a day after my surgery about the Gersten therapy. She went on that instead of chemo. She's still alive while others her, who were her friends who had breast cancer have already passed away. Our own Lynn Taylor uh, has recently had uh, something that's new. Uh, it, she told us what it was. It was using oranges or something worked like an orange or something. And then they made a removal. But I think one of the most enlightening things I had, Michael, was, uh, Dr. Edwin, Gr uh, G. Edward Griffin's book uh, on cancer. And the fact that he was saying it, when, you know, when people hear that word, they think of this, I don't know, big red ball with 
spikes coming out of it and big teeth is going to eat you up. That's that's what they have the idea of. And he said, it's just the healing process that doesn't stop. And so right. there's got to be ways to treat it. And chemotherapy, uh, what I know of it, it goes to destroy your insides far more than the cancer does if it even Absolutely. deals with the cancer. So, so what are we looking at? And then how is any of that, the things I said, uh, we had Dr. Ryan Cole speaking about cancer. Does any of this stuff have anything to do now with a explosion of cancer that we're seeing now from these experimental jabs as well? It does, and that's something that I'd, I'd like to talk about. Towards the end, um, there's actually been more documentation coming out, uh, articles and so forth, and they're seeing a phenomenal rise in cancers. Uh, and I've actually got a little bit of a chart on here, too. If I may, I'd like to share the screen. Yes, please. Yep. Okay. And I'll get some letters out of the way so they're not in people's way okay. of seeing what's going on there. All right. So basically what I want to do is talk about chemotherapy, radiation, and it doesn't really do more harm than good. Um, the first thing is just some statistics. In 2018, the CDC predicted that over 590,000 would die from cancer. In 2019, it was 600,000. So what you're seeing here is that cancer cases continue to grow despite medical treatments, beside campaigns. Uh, you know, you've got walkathons, you've got pink ribbons, pink garbage cans to support the cure. And we're no closer to a medical cure, but I'm here to tell you that a cancer cure does exist, and we'll get to that later. So everybody has to keep watching to find out. <laughs> okay, and let uh, me clear something up. Although, <clears throat> although, although Dr. Roth is a medical doctor, we're going to give oh, information right, 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 here because Sons of Liberty isn't uh, isn't medical doctor. So if you want medical advice, go find your medical doctor. Okay, that's not what this is about. We're going to give you information, and that's just kind of cover our backsides from people who are who are the. Uh, crime syndicate, pharmaceutical, sorcery, thug gurus up there uh, who would try to shut down any kind of natural means the Creator has given us to, to deal with these kind of things. So just let me pop that in there when you say that. Sure, sure. The, uh, the thing about the new chemo drug, and they're always coming out with new drugs, you know, wonder drugs. This is going to be really effective. been hearing that for decades. They're ineffective for most cancers. In fact, uh, Dr. Ralph Moss wrote a book, Questioning Chemotherapy. He noted the failure of chemotherapy in 96 to 98% of all cancers. This is a medical doctor. He also revealed the real motivation. It's not to get you better. It's to keep you sick. And, you know, you hate to think that way about the medical industry, but it's a business. It's true. And doctors are just being, they're just doing what they're uh, told. So the, the F, there's a difference between effective and cure. Um, the FDA defines effective chemotherapy as one that causes a 50% reduction in tumor shrinkage. That's not a cure, and it does not improve or extend life. Uh, the reason is, is that cancer is a whole body disease. It's not a tumor disease. Tumors shrink because chemotherapy causes massive destruction of the body tissues. At the same time, it poisons the immune system so cancer cells become more chemo resistant and they come back in bigger numbers usually months or even years later after somebody thinks they're in remission or they're cured uh, then there of course there are the chemo effects that are barbaric vomiting severe pain 
and so forth. And it destroys the immune system so that you can't even fight simple infections like you could before. Um, Michael, uh, on, yeah. on the on the issue of when you talk about radiation mm -hmm. used, who came up with the idea to use radiation to try to heal people from cancer? You know, I don't know if it if it came up to uh, for healing. It was more destruction. So when you talk, it's a it's a laser focus X ray most of the time. It used to be broad. They've narrowed it down. And the idea is, I don't know who came up with it, uh, but the idea was to target blast tumors and that's that's not effective you know a tumor is a symptom of cancer it's not the cause of it so getting rid of tumors uh doesn't necessarily get rid of cancer so the idea was hey let's target these can now obviously if a tumor is obstructing a vital passageway let's, let's say your esophagus or something like that then yeah surgery may be needed uh surgery is better than radiation because surgery is just going in there cutting it out then you can do natural means to uh boost the immune system and heal it so the the huge problem with chemo and radiation is that um it actually damages the body now it can't respond respond well to natural methods so the more chemo you have the more radiation you have the less you're going to be able to uh use natural means so it's better to you know start with natural means um in fact those with cancer who receive no chemotherapy have up to four times higher remission rates than those who do uh, for a typical cancer patient people who refused treatment lived an average of 12.5 years while those who had surgery lived an average of three years 12 years three years wow big difference yeah the uh, American Cancer Society will say that a five-year survival rate has increased from 33% in 1972 to 40% today. But what they don't tell you is at the same time, 40% of cancers went away on their own. It's, it's also very interesting, and I'm sure you've heard this before, that uh, I've talked to doctors, three out of four chemotherapists, oncologists, will not take chemotherapy themselves or for their families. Uh, they're... And this is where we're getting into the origins. Uh, chemotherapy is some of the most toxic substances that have ever been put into the human body. And I don't know if you, you probably know this, that chemotherapy originated from World War I mustard gas. I, I don't know if you're familiar no, with I, that. I did all. not know that. That is the actual origin of chemotherapy. It was basically uh, promoted to poison the cancer cells but it's impossible to use chemicals like that without poisoning the rest of the immune system. And nearly, this is, this is the irony here, nearly every chemotherapy drug is carcinogenic. These chemotherapy drugs that they're using to treat cancer cause cancer. Cause cancer, yeah. Yeah, isn't that, that's amazing. Well, that, that's so why we, I was asking about the radiation. The way you explain it, it's almost like they, they think they're trying to cauterize this thing to you know make it stop growing. But then they're using a radiation, which we know uh, can cause cancer as well. So exactly. it's like, well, you, what do you guys, is, does anybody think, and I guess I wasn't asking so much, where did it come from? Does anybody think, why would we use this, this stuff that we know causes cancer? And you mentioned chemotherapy, uh, the drug part of it too. <clears throat> why, would, why would we knowingly use that to try to deal with cancer? That doesn't make any sense. 
Well, we're going to get to that in a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I wanted first. I wanted to show you some of these quotes here. I'm going to look over at my screen here. These are from MDs. These are quotes from MDs. The majority of cancer patients in this country die because of chemotherapy, which does not cure breast, colon, or lung cancer. Women with breast cancer are likely to die faster with chemo than without it. And that's from Alan uh, Levine, MD. Um, Dr. Hardin Jones, it, when it comes to statistics, statistics on cancer survival, when not treated, the patients do not get worse, they get better. Uh, Dr. John Carnes, um, the war on cancer was a failure and chemotherapy was not getting very far with the vast majority. And you can see the other quotes here. Basically, they're saying that, uh, here's a real interesting one. Most cancers, or I should say many cancers are benign, though the patient is told that they're malignant. It doesn't spread until it's hit with either radiation or chemo or surgery. Then you're releasing those cells into the body and they start spreading throughout. So these are, again, these are quotes from MDs who know what's going on. Um, there's increasing evidence that shows that many cancer have, cancers have been stopped or are in remission after undergoing chemotherapy, but they probably would have been resolved anyway without treatment. And that's a fact. So you ask, why are they doing this? Why are they using chemotherapy, radiation? Uh, the, one guess, money. All right. Cancer, this is, this is amazing. Cancer therapies, it is a business. They bring in close to $100 billion annually. Wow. The average chemotherapy patient alone is worth $300,000 to $1 million. Now, can I clarify oh. what you just said a minute ago? And that was, you're saying a lot of these cancers end up taking care of themselves without treatment. Is that what you said? If they, if a, a light, let's say somebody's living a horrible lifestyle and they're doing recreational drugs and they're eating horribly, then maybe not. But if someone's relatively healthy and something happened where they developed cancer, the body has a, the, the, God gave us uh, an innate healing ability to take care of itself. Chemo, or I'm sorry, cancer is a warning sign. It's not a disease. It's a warning to the body that you've got to change something. You know, you're doing something to allow these cancer cells to go crazy. So if you if you change a few things in your diet, most of the time, if it's a mild cancer, it's going to go away by itself. The problem is, is that most people are so scared that they're not going to let that happen. So they run to their doctor. The doctor scares them into chemotherapy. And, uh, you know, well, the results are pretty devastating. Um, an example is former White House press secretary Tony Snow. He died in 2008 at the age of 53, following a series of chemotherapy treatments for colon cancer. They destroyed his cells, they crippled his immune system, then he developed new cancers in his body. People do not die from cancer most of the time, they die from the therapy. Uh, you know, it's a hard realization, but it's true. It's the treatment that's killing people. The chemo, I mentioned before the chemotherapy, this is kind of a gross picture to show you, but I want you to understand how devastating these chemicals are. They are incredibly toxic. There's protocols set up for leaks and spills. In addition to protective clothing, any material that comes in contact with chemotherapy, medications, or drugs has to be disposed of. 
and they're putting this stuff in bodies, which is phenomenal. You can see this is a, a chemotherapy um, spill on a hand. Look what it did to the hand, and they're putting it internally. So it's like a biohazard almost. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So cancer can be a good thing. It's a reaction to uh, a healthy, uh, I'm sorry, an unbalanced body, healthy body, and also a healing response more than a disease. Something else uh, that you need to know, the audience needs to know is when a tumor develops in the body, it's a protective mechanism. It's developing to encapsulate cancer cells that have gone rogue. Okay. Usually when you change your lifestyle, you take holistic means. Uh, we're going to go over that in a little bit too. Uh, what you can do to help that cancer will shrink as the body starts to heal it when you go in there and you start cutting it up and uh, those cancer cells spread to other parts of the body so tumor is actually a good thing like i said before if it's interfering with a life uh, structure then you may want to have it removed but don't continue on with radiation or chemotherapy the body can heal itself uh, if you allow it to so it's Cancer is systemic. It's not a bumper tumor. Uh, it's a symptom and the body's defense. So uh, typically after surgery or chemotherapy, the doctor will say, and you've, you've heard this a lot, we got it all. You're cancer free. But statistics show that it usually comes back, uh, especially if the patient goes back to their original bad habits and they don't make any changes. So um, many doctors have said that no one died, uh, many alternative doctors and many uh, medical doctors who have turned have said that almost no one in America today dies of their cancer. They die, they die from the direct effects of chemo. Um, a, a word has to be mentioned about testing. Diagnostic testing is, is extreme, uh, like x-rays, CT scans. They prescribe them like candy. And I understand they want to see what's going on in there. I, I get that but it's estimated that at least 50% of all cancer in America is X-ray or drug induced. Um, I think CT scans are a thousand times the uh, power, X-ray power of just a regular X-ray. So if you're getting continuous um, CT scans, it's just gonna create havoc in the cells of the body. So, um, also, there are a lot of false positives. I know personally several people who were diagnosed with cancer and after convincing them to get a second or third opinion, they were found to not have cancer. Um, wow. Remarkable. Yeah. Including my own mother-in-law. So there, there's a lot of just deception that's going on here um, th that I see. And no wonder, I think probably the Bible references the pharmacia, the sorcery, uh, that th th men think they're wise in doing what they're doing. And I can remember, I mean, I'm 53, and maybe some people can remember it further back than, than me, but I can remember hearing about all this, you know, give to whatever the Cancer Society is, and they have all these rallies and stuff we're, we're studying. You would think by now, after decades of the studies and the billions and trillions of dollars that's gone in, somebody would have come up with it. It's just, you know, you, you step in here, we click a button, and da-da. But really what it goes back to is... The Bible's true about what we're taking in, what we do, uh, you know, with complete disregard for what God has said that we should be putting in our bodies in the first place. We're, we're doing that, plus we're being attacked by all kinds of things we don't even know, uh, EMFs and things mm -hmm. of that nature. And yet, 
God has a remedy in the creation itself. You were talking about changing the bad habits, and you're talking about, I'm assuming you're speaking of specifically eating and drinking. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So um, there, there's something that I wanted to share with everybody, too. This is, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this gentleman before. His name is Nabil Qureshi. Uh, he wrote a book called Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. And it's a book that every Christian and Muslim should read. It was just fantastic. He was, a. Uh, if you see the headline here, it says, please, please, please don't do any more chemotherapy. That was a plea from a fan of his, uh, a former devout Muslim who found out that he had cancer. And he started to get chemotherapy, started getting worse. And he had fans that were just pleading with him, please stop. He died, um, I think, a year after he started his medical treatment. And Christianity has lost a great advocate. Um, read the book. It's, if you haven't read it, it, it's fantastic. He was a medical student, and he opted for conventional medical treatment for, I think he had aggressive stomach cancer. And after the doctors told him that chemo and radiation might save him, he's no longer here. Um, it's tragic. Uh, I actually personally started writing down and keeping track of everyone I knew uh, after my father-in-law died from cancer treatment. Uh, I started writing down everyone I knew who had chemo, who had cancer and went through chemo. 35, over 35 of them, Tim, they're all dead. They're all gone. Every single one of them. Incredible. The only two that survived were two, uh, one that um, I, I found out afterwards, I, I met him after he had gone through a natural treatment for prostate cancer, completely cancer-free and thriving. I had another client who had stage four pancreatic cancer. Medical doctors will tell you that that's a death sentence. You can't recover from it. He is, he's not just in remission, he's cured. Uh, he, he stopped all his chemotherapy before it was too late. He went completely natural. I coached him. I probably had about three or four coaching sessions with him i checked with him a year later he's doing fantastic no sign of cancer at all so, yeah the, the guy that i i uh he and i were close in age i think he was about a year or two older than me when we were planning our church in north carolina uh after that time uh, he developed a, a brain tumor they went in they took it out i think he was clear of everything for about a year and then it came back really aggressive and then he died within a matter of months yeah. uh, after that had taken place. So, yeah, I mean, and that's probably not the only one. People in the audience probably have had stories like that as well. People will, will tell you you're crazy if you don't do it. Don't listen to them. You know, there, there are thousands and thousands of people. In fact, I'm going to give you a reference that people can check it out um, for a gentleman that I spoke with yesterday. But there are thousands and thousands of people who have defeated cancer uh, not by going the medical route, but by going um, holistic. And uh, in fact, I, I had a, a friend at church, his name was Paul, and he he had cancer. And I talked to him, I said, Paul, don't do chemotherapy. If you do, it's going to kill you. I just came right out and said that to him. He said, I don't plan on doing that. They talked him into it and he's no longer with us. My cousin, my sister-in-law, my father-in-law, all of them started off with holistic methods, doctors talk them into chemotherapy, they're all gone. Incredible. And they I mean, were doing Would you think that's well. a malpractice though, Michael? I mean, seriously, would you think that's malpractice to tell people I, to do that? I would that? think so, 
I, I think it's really, really hard to either prove that or to pursue it. So, and I, I think there's a denial also of the family that that's, that it was the, the treatment that killed them, not the cancer. So in their minds, it was the cancer. We tried everything, you know, and it didn't work. So the cancer finally got to them. Uh, just hard. In fact, last week, um, a classmate of my sister's, uh, my sister, a classmate of my wife uh, was treated with radiation for glioblastoma. It's a uh, brain tumors. Uh, he died last. Uh, I'm sorry. He was treated a while ago. He died last week. So we know it was from the treatment. Just a, a horrible thing when there are so many better natural alternatives. Um, you were talking about in the very beginning, the uh, vaccine cancer connection. Uh, the government has reported uh, through a, a series of, of uh, articles that vaccination, the COVID vaccination is causing cancer at a, an unprecedented rate. This is from a, an article done on the expose 1014. The official government data suggests or confirms the risk of developing cancer following the vaccinations is 1400 times greater than the background risk which is which is phenomenal um the vares system which you're familiar with vares uh reports the number of adverse events from uh vaccinations all vaccinations uh the number of cancer cases reported um as adverse reactions to the injections since they first rolled them out in the united states revealed that from december 2020 up to the 5th of august 2022 a total of now this is you got to keep in mind that the VAERS is probably underreporting what's going on by a factor of five to ten. So multiply this by five to ten, and that, that's what you're probably really uh, seeing. Maybe even more than that. I've heard up to a hundred. There were a total of twenty five hundred seventy nine adverse events related to cancer. Uh, that was just in a year and eight months. And people might say that well, it's because there were so many more vaccinations. But if you perform a similar search on the VAERS database of cancer cases reported as adverse events uh, from all other vaccines between 2008 and 2020, so you, you see 791 down here at the bottom, okay? This is 2008 to two, 2020, and yet in 2000, from 2021 to 2022, you've had 2,579 cases. So you can see the difference. Um, the CDC confirms that between 2008 and 2020, there were just 64 cancer-related deaths uh, from the flu vaccines. And yet, based on the number of adverse events related to cancer alone from the COVID vaccinations, it's 40 times as many cancer cases related to those shots as the flu vaccination. Wow. So wow. you can't, there's no comparison there. There's absolutely no doubt that the COVID vaccinations have caused a massive increase in cancer cases, uh, all different kinds of cancers. You know, what's interesting is uh, our bodies are just wonderfully made. God made our bodies in such that we're even handling a lot of the onslaught that's so unnatural. There's a, a DNA repair pathway that the body uses to stop cancer cells from, or I'm sorry, cells from turning cancerous. And what a couple of scientists showed was that the COVID spike uh, 
two pro the, the SARS-CoV-2 uh, spike protein destroys that DNA repair mechanism. So it, it's if you can't repair the DNA, then cells go haywire and it causes not just cancer, but a lot of uh, other issues in the body. So uh, this was this was great. I got to uh, talk about this guy. Uh, if you've never heard of him before, Chris Wark, I actually had a Zoom call with him yesterday. A wonderful guy. He's a cancer survivor. He had, um, I believe he had colon cancer and they removed, I think, a third of his lower intestine. And of, of course, they want he was a young man, 23. I think he's in his 40s now. Um, he they were trying to talk him into having chemotherapy. He refused. He went holistic. He's um, completely cured as of 2003. Um, you know, people, relatives, doctors all tried to tell him to go with the chemo, tried to discourage him from alternative treatments. He didn't listen to them. And hopefully other people won't. They'll get on board, especially if this information is shared with other people. Um, oncologists typically prescribe, prescribe what they're told, basically a pill for every ill. Unfortunately, they are not taught nutrition in medical school or overall health. So they're not going to know about alternative means, or if they do, typically it's, it's competitive business. So they're not going to enforce it when their goal is to, um, make money. You know, now I, I do want to say this. I'm not condemning uh, medical doctors uh, as a whole. I think a lot of them have good hearts. They do want to help people. They either don't know or they're just doing what they're told. But the fact that most of them won't uh, refer their their selves or, or themselves or their uh, families to do um, chemo treatment or radiation tells you that most of them know that it's it's bad news. Um, um, I did want to mention uh, that uh, his website, if you want to get information on his story and uh, what he did to overcome and to heal himself, it's crispycancer.com. And he's got a wonderful book. You can get it on Amazon. It's called Crispy Cancer. Um, really, really informative. He knows his stuff. He's done the research and he's, a, he's living proof of what it can do. So terrific guy. Yeah, I had a, I had a friend who did nothing... Uh, when they found out they had cancer, um, they did nothing but go straight uh, carrot juicing all day long. That's that's all they did. And I've heard some people say, oh, well, they can get off onto the side with that. But it seems to me there's something in the carrot juice uh, that does something in the body. And when you flood it with all that the nutrients just out of the carrot juice, I think apple. She, they may have used apple in there as well, but <clears throat> the carrot juice was the main thing. And a uh, young person who had used that and had overcome uh, cancer as well just by dealing with that. Beta carotene is an incredible antioxidant. And uh, I, it's, I, I'm glad you brought that up because we also have a friend who had cancer. I think it was breast cancer. And her and her husband, just for support, he did it as, as, long, uh, as well. They were juicing. I could be wrong but I think they were juicing five pounds of carrots a day. Wow. And they both turned orange, you know, which is fine. That's, that's fine. It's, it, it goes away after you stop, but uh, she is completely cancer free. 
Um, she didn't do any chemotherapy, no radiation, just juiced carrots. She probably did some other. Uh, now, did they eat? Did they well. eat regular? Did they change their diet at all? Or, or what they was did. They went organic. Yeah. Uh, they ate, uh, um, you know, clean meats and uh, vegetables, but they kept them to a minute. It was primarily vegetables. So uh, that there's a lot of uh, evidence, a lot of documentation that shows when you go to a plant-based diet, especially when you have cancer, the, the Gerson treatment is is um, typical of that. They uh, do nothing but juice uh, fasting and uh, vegetable juicing, and people have been cured. I think she's also a um, advocate of uh, coffee enemas, and okay. coffee enemas are incredible for detox. They cleanse the liver. Uh, they cleanse the colon, and that's something that she recommends, especially for people that are in acute cases. They will have them do several a day. Most people get turned off by the idea of that, but I'll tell you, if you're dying, you're going to do pretty much anything you yeah. can to survive. Yeah, Kate Kate brings that up quite a bit. That's why uh, I think they kind of joke on Friday afternoons that we're going to have poop talk in the morning because the coffee <laughs> enemas continually come up. But I, I see what's going on there. You know, we're going to have uh, D. Manny Mitchell on soon, too, who, who got her body in shape that it healed her. And she was saying the same thing you were saying at the first. Her sister died of a, of a liver cancer. And she, she, she said she told me, like, literally hours or a day or two before she died, it's not the cancer killing me. It's the treatments. And D went uh, back to, you know, sort of the Garden of Eden kind of deal. Uh, herbs. She said a lot of herbs were brought in. And she's been a big advocate of using uh, cannabis. The the power of the, of the THC within the cannabis has, the, you know, she brought this whole endocannabinoid system in the body. I'd never heard of such a thing. But it's incredible people when they when they get if they get sick like this, they dig into every crevice to find out everything about what they've got so they can deal with it. And Dee is one of those people who's not only done it for herself, she's reached out for other people. We're gonna be having her on in the future as well. Do you do you have any people who's been using cannabis in any way uh to go inside with however you know, whatever their diet change is? Well, unfortunately, most of the people that I knew uh, went the medical route and they didn't do any of the alternative things. The uh, two people that uh, I don't know, the two people that did survive that I know, I don't know if they're if they did that for cancer. But I did research years ago on cannabis and I know how beneficial it is to the body. So I'm sure that that would be a, a wonderful uh, adjunct, adjunctive therapy to a healthy diet. Um, there's just too much information that shows the incredible benefits of the cannabis plant, especially if it's grown organically and you don't have all those other chemicals yeah, sure. that uh, recreational cannabis yeah. uh, contains. Sure. Yeah, so um, in fact, um, you know, maybe we can do a show on this sometime. Uh, as you know, I'm a Lyme survivor. I had stage three Lyme disease. I almost died from it. Um, and I, I did some cannabis for a little while myself. But uh, it was my research, uh, by, it was God, first of all. God was the one who healed me. Uh, never want to discount that. Um, by the grace of God, I'm here today. And occasionally I flare ups, but what I do is I immediately get back on my protocol, uh, you know, which we can talk about at some other time. But uh, there are, I didn't do any medical treatment at all. I went to, because I didn't know what it was, I went to some doctors to get diagnosed. They didn't know what it was. So I had to go alternatively to, to get diagnosed and then take care of it in a holistic fashion. As far as uh, EDTA wasn't available to me back then, but as far as cancer treatment with EDTA, uh, as you know, 
my forte right now is detox. And uh, we're getting more and more people interested in how an EDTA chelation cream applied transdermally is helping people detox from vaccines and also the chemotherapy drugs. Uh, Chris Wark and I talked about that yesterday. He believes that uh, that would be a wonderful therapy uh, to remove some of the toxic elements from chemotherapy. So he's looking into that. We may be working a little bit together soon, uh, Lord willing. But um, according to an article in the Journal of Advancement in Medicine, mortality from cancer was reduced 90% during an 18-year follow-up with 59 patients that were treated with calcium EDTA. Uh, the EDTA that uh, is in my cream is sodium calcium, uh, I'm sorry, disodium calcium EDTA, which is essentially the same thing. It's probably the best form of EDTA to use transdermally and internally. Um, that's pretty much what they use in IV. I think there, there are several different forms of EDTA, but this is one of the mildest and most effective. Uh, when compared to uh, a control group of untreated patients in this study who did not receive EDTA, there were many fewer cancer deaths uh, recorded using the EDTA than without it. So um, something else that's very interesting about the EDTA is one ages iron, you have to be careful about your iron consumption, iron supplements. Iron accumulates in the body and it can accelerate free radical pathology, including cancer. EDTA actually removes transition elements, including iron. It increases the urinary excretion of unbound and freely uh, catalytic iron 10 times more than lead. So there, there are so many benefits that would assist in the cancer patient in addition to other therapies as well. So, you know, in the beginning I had mentioned you needed to stay uh, to the end <laughs> to find out what the cure for cancer was. And the cure for cancer is, it, we have it. There is a cure for cancer. It's existed since uh, the beginning of time, since God created the earth. It's reduce or avoid toxins. There weren't any back then in the Garden of Eden. Um, avoid most medical cancer treatment and use proven natural healing therapies, food and nutrients. That's it. That's the cure. And like I said before, thousands of people have done it, probably more than that, maybe even millions have gone this route. You don't hear about them. You won't hear about them. The mainstream media is uh, captured, paid by the pharmaceutical companies who are just massively wealthy and they control a lot of aspects of uh, media information. So they're not gonna talk about treatments that work that are in direct competition with chemotherapy. So yeah, I was gonna uh, I was gonna say, and let me let me bring this up because maybe somebody has a question that I have here about what you're saying. Because you go back to nutrients, you go back to food and things, and the question that I have is, I can see somebody on the other side saying, "Okay, Michael, well, if that's the case, why a coffee enema? Why use your EDTA cream? Why do some of these other things that, in maybe somebody's mind, this isn't food or this isn't nutrient?" Are you, I think, I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think what you're saying is if you use like the cream, if you use a coffee enema, if you use these kinds of things, what you're doing is aiding what you're, you're aiding it. You're not somehow 
saying this is a completely different thing. This is this is an aid to what you're doing anyway, right? Am I missing exactly. that? Okay. You have to be real careful about talking uh, when you're talking about alternative treatments. They're not cures. They're not treatments per se. What they're doing, they have known results, documented results in all of these different issues. For EDTA, it's uh, it, the list goes on and on for uh, diabetics, for helping with heart issues, for removing calcification from the arteries. Your body, it, it doesn't do it in itself. What it does is it aids the body's ability to do these things uh, as they should. The problem with this, Tim, is that we're dealing with supertoxins. I've mentioned this before in, a, in another show. Uh, we are being bombarded with things that are not natural. Um, so you, in order to combat that, you have to kind of up the game a little bit. You have to step up and use something that may not be completely natural, but will help the body to um, get better using the, the methods that God has given us internally, boost our immune system. The thing about EDTA is it is a chelation uh, substance. So it will grab onto certain substances and help remove them from the body where a lot of the natural herbs may or may not do that because they're, they're actually uh, dealing with things that are natural toxins, poisons that may exist in nature anyway. We are, we've gone way, way, way beyond that as far as what we're being exposed to. And of course, chemotherapy uh, medications and drugs have uh, taken that a, a step further. These are combinations of toxins, poisons, if you will, that are being put into the body and it, it overwhelms the body. That's why, you know, if, if our bodies could handle it like, like it should, it would dispel those toxins, get rid of them, and people would be fine. It's overwhelming the body's natural defense systems and immune system. So you have to do something more proactive. The coffee enemas, uh, as I mentioned, are simply a means to help detox the body through the colon and also to uh, cleanse the liver. So that that is a specific. The liver is a, a filtering system for the body. So if you if it's not functioning properly, if it's clogged up with chemicals and all kinds of debris, it's not going to help the body heal. So yeah. you need to cleanse that out. And that's uh, certain foods for that and uh, coffee enemas as well. There, there are many, many different therapies. And in conjunction, when they work together synergistically, they can help the body to defeat uh, these kinds of things. Yeah, our friend Bill Evans, you know, he runs healthforalloflife.com. And uh, those that's detoxification is right smack dab in the middle of the things he points out. He points out three things the body needs. Nutrify it, detoxify it, then energize it. And those are the things things he says that are they're good for you know being able to to make sure the body keeps healthy as as best it can be, especially in light of all the pollutants that we. I mean, some of the pollutants that we're we're experiencing now, Michael, are are things we breathe in. And we don't even know we're breathing them in. Exactly. We don't we don't know what's being released from the chemtrails. Uh, you know, we I mean, we have people that are testing the aluminum uh, sulfate, I think it is, uh, and some of the other chemicals, lead, uh, cadmium, you know, I'm sorry. Barium. Yeah, barium. Exactly. But there are probably many things not only in the chemtrails that are being released, but also in the shots, the covid shots uh, and in the water. 
Yeah, in the water. They're, uh, disturbingly, we're finding out more and more that some of these things can be put into the water supply. Uh, that's why I think it's so important that people use a, a really good water filter, water filtration system, have it tested. Uh, we, um, we have a Berkey ourselves, and there's conflicting reports about does it do this or does it do that. So I ordered a water testing kit. And we're going to have our water tested to make sure that it's doing what it's supposed to do. Clean water is everything. Uh, it, it really is. It's, yeah, I it's, agree. Yeah. So, and the air you breathe and so forth. If you're living in the city, you're being exposed to a lot more toxins. Uh, car exhaust itself, truck exhaust itself, contains massive amounts of arsenic, lead, uh, cadmium, you know, and so barium. So all these things are, are uh, toxic releases from exhaust fumes. So if you're living near a highway, you, you have to be more proactive in detox. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, it's disturbing. Um, uh, I wanted to just speak to you, speak a little bit about God's plan and all this. It, it's really disturbing that uh, our own national government is an extension of Satan's kingdom of lying, of theft and murder. And it's really sad. So many people are trusting the government. So many people are trusting the medical community. Obviously, there are good people in those uh, in those units, in those uh, uh, places of authority. But as a whole, we're talking about corrupt systems that are really out for power and for money and unbelief. Uh, you know, if, if you're an unbeliever, unbelief within the system breeds revolution tyranny and wars and spiritual deadness our spiritual deadness is feeding the beast so we we have to repent as a nation we have to repent as individuals um he he you know as much as it's kind of weird to say this we know that god is uh in control of all things so he's working even in the enemies for our good that's right. For, for believers. Yeah. So we, we should expect victory, you know, and not have a defeatist attitude. Really, really important that you you're positive about this and not so negative, like, woe is me. This is the end of the world and that kind of thing. God determines that, not us. So while That's we're great. in it, you know, we have a responsibility to, to serve, to glorify him and to spread truth. And that that is my calling um, as long as I can do it. You know, that's what I want to do. And people like you and your platform are doing exactly that same thing. And I, I thank God for you, Tim. I really do. I haven't said that uh, very often. But what you're doing is just an inspiration to me, to so many others. And we appreciate you and so many others that you've had on the show very, very much. Thank you for that. And God bless you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, amen. Well, praise the Lord. I mean, you know, that I when when I get ready to do the shows, I'm always like, Lord, you know, give us a word for your people, uh, because we, you know, we can say anything else, any other alternative media or whatever we say, but, you know, we want it to strike with the people. We want it to resonate with the people so that they can live free as God intended us to have abundant mm -hmm. life, as Jesus said. And I don't think that's just the, the pie in the sky heaven that awaits us. I think that's for here and now. And I think it, that happens in, on a number of different levels. Uh, we, we've talked about food. We've talked about, you know, um, uh, getting our own land, being able to care for our own family, seeing the generations flourish 
uh, behind that behind us that we're you know seeking to model Christ and the teachings of Christ too. So praise God for that. Um, he gets all the glory for anything good that comes out of this redneck. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Amen. All so right. Let's, so yeah, tell ahead. people tell people where they can find out if they're interested in the e, you know the EDTA cream. If some of you guys have used it, uh, let me let me just uh, just show. Uh, uh, Dr. Michael has sent me this for the stuff that I've got going on with my hand there. And I told you guys a little bit about it. It has, I, I told uh, Michael that I, I, it, I can feel it softening a little. Uh, it's not nearly those, whatever that, those fibers or whatever in my hands are not nearly as hard as they were. But uh, you told me it would be two or three months, something like that, that I have to do before I really saw a, a big drastic change in there. So I, I'm, I'm using the cream, too. But if, if people want to find out more about you, read some of the stuff that you've put out and, uh, and check out this EDTA cream, where do they go to? They can go to my website, which is www.inspiredhealthadvocate.com. And if they want to get in touch with me, I usually respond to uh, emails that I get. It's info at inspiredhealthadvocate.com. Also, if you want, now I, I actually wholesale to distributors. If somebody's uh, interested in distributing the product to their uh, clients or on their website, in office, they can contact me directly. If anyone uh, watching the show wants to just get it individually, they can go to www.somahealth.net. And that is the e-commerce business that I ran for uh, many years that I sold um, to a, a wonderful guy last year, and we still work together. So that's that's how they can get this product. And you'll see that the, it's easy detox now. I think you have the uh, older uh, Yeah, jar you sent me the, the jar of stuff that, that's also easy detox like that. Right. So, uh, so that's how they can get a hold of me. And uh, I have a lot of information on the website. Uh, just go right up to the menu, check it out. And uh, everything's documented. Uh, for the most part, it's documented, peer-reviewed, and so forth. I've written papers that have been published, and they're on there as well. Okay. All right, Michael, you got about uh, 30 seconds or so here. If you got a final word of exhortation to give to people, go. Just trust in the Lord and be proactive in what you're doing in your health. Uh, you can overcome a lot of diseases if you trust Him, and uh, you do what the Bible says as far as uh, following Him and uh taking care of yourself, eating right, and so forth. Yeah, and even even to the point of you know studying to show yourself approved, I think it even goes to the understanding of how all these things kind of work together. Of course, we, we take that straight to the Bible, too. But I think there is a thing of understanding what's in the creation and how it can be useful to us and helpful to us in uh, the things that we're, we're called to do. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and we'll be back with you in the morning, bright and early, 8 o'clock a.m. Kate Shimerani will be with us. We'll talk to you then. See you.